0: tuning into the offsides podcast hey we here pg-13 just came through (laughs) hey what's up everybody welcome back to offsides podcast Uh, we're here i'm from florida i'm with my my brother dwell guest speaker that knows pedro we grew up together james june should be coming on shortly how's everybody doing today blessed blessed Pedro, how you doing man
1: good
0: Oh, the June say you logging on now. Duel, what's up, man? Happy to have you. I'm
2: I'm so glad to be here, man. And uh um and honored to be I heard you I heard you guys talking last week and I when I heard Frankie coming down to Florida, I said, Frankie, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna get on with you guys. Don't tell them that I'm gonna be jump on. That's why Pedro was smiling because he was like, Oh shit, he's on here. Um But I, I had to do this, I had to do this in person.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: I didn't wanna do this where I'm at my house and no, I mean I wanted to do this
0: amongst family, so yeah, and we like literally across from each other. So I brought the two mics thinking he was going to sit next to me. I was putting my arm around him, you know what I'm saying, the whole time. But he said, "No, nah, I can't do that. We, we going. Frank, you got there. some big hands.
2: So you got to be careful. Because it's oh, nice man.
0: and warm. We called that. Yo, man, so much to talk about today. Uh, we got a lot of good topics here. Uh Wayne on June to get on so we can go ahead and kick this off. But uh, um, how surprised are you guys about today? I'm going to start with James in the bottom right. How? what's your thoughts on today just today no specific things just today. right right and i know
3: several things that happened today we kind of talked about so we kind of seen it coming but i'm not shocked you know it's it's been a wild uh sports world leading up to 2024 so we seeing some movement and some change i like it some fresh faces and some fresh uh
0: momentum so we'll see man i like it yeah yeah pete what's up with you what's your thoughts on just today not specific just you know
1: well, June, June's, June's connecting, Wait for June.
2: June's June so late. calling him July. Yeah.
3: He look a little different. <laughs> he <say no. laughs>
1: So it was. It was like 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 he said, man. It's, it's 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 welcome. Like you know, you get some fresh some fresh faces in here. Some you know. Different from the norm than than what we've been accustomed to. Belichick, Saban, all these guys, you know, out with the old and with the new, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, June, we we just saying, we just getting our thoughts on today, just today. We ain't talked about no topic yet. You know what I'm saying? What's your thoughts on today in in the
4: world of football? Feels like um uh, it feels like the. uh like the holes were dug already. And now they're just laying them down one by one. You know, it. like we've seen them coming. It's just unexpected, really. I didn't expect them, to be honest with you.
0: Well,
4: <clears> but <throat> it happened. Yeah, we seen it coming.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, what's up? What's your take on it, man?
2: You know, when I, when I was a kid, uh, um, I reflect on 2024. And it feels like a brand new year. And with this brand new year, it's reflective in a sense when you reflect, I'm, I'm not sure we can echo, but it's reflective. And I'm re- I reflect and I'm like, man, I love dynasties, right? From, from the Yankees to the Golden State Warriors to everything else, but those things come to an end. And it feels like an ending to something that I've known my whole life. I've known the Patriots and Bill Belichick for a multitude of football and uh, it's beautiful when me come to an end. The way they did it I think is you can appreciate a good franchise and you can appreciate when someone does it right and when I look at today I think they did it right. That's what I think about.
0: I, I was like a kid hoping that you know the parents are going to work it out. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And they was gonna sit down and talk about maybe you know if we get a new TV and, and and get rid of the 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 sports car we can stay together, but not nah, um like like Pedro said is that it's you know a changing of the guard new people coming in, um I was super upset earlier uh, my mom had to tell me to calm down I had to pop a few aspirins my blood pressure was through the roof, you know Shady McCoy fuck you I'm gonna tag you on this shit And I want to smoke pause. I didn't run it from you, Kat. I don't even know where, you, where Harrisburg is at, but we, we need to talk about it. Um, Nah, but with that being said, it's going to take us to the first topic. With the news coming out, Belichick leaving the Patriots after 24 years. Pete Carroll getting pretty much told he's not the head coach anymore. Nick Saban announcing their retirement. Vrabel's out in Tennessee. This is a lot of news with a lot of good coaches. Uh, you know, speaking of Vrabel, you know, June, you asked the question, what did he do? AFC Championship appearance number one seed winning seasons. Um, he had a good run. He just, it, the team didn't ever get there. Um, what is it that, how does that make it look now with the outlook? And and we're going to cover more about Belichick because he has to go swing. He's not done, you know, coaching, but I'm going to start with June 1st. How does that all take right now, man? You know, that we, we speak briefly on it, but now let's be specific and more open the the scheme of it and you could focus on one coach if you want to or all of them it doesn't matter it's just you got a six-time Super Bowl coach you got a seven-time Natty champion coach retiring you have Pete Carroll who's Super Bowl winning coach meant to 2-1-1 uh they from what I'm hearing from Richard Sherman uh that he was told he was stepping back like he was fired it wasn't like it was a mutual thing mm. and then Vrabel was gone so what's your take on that yeah mm.
4: Um, you know, I, 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 I chime in on, on, on the, uh, can can you hear me now? All right. I know what it is. I hear you, brother. You're good. You're good. Yeah. I
1: hear
4: you. All right. Can you hear me, Frank? All right. So I, I, I chime in on the, uh, on the no test as they um as they go uh but just to focus on one in particular um i'll I focus on, on mike Rabel. right i'm not saying he's a trash coach or anything like that um that's not what i'm saying um can, can you hear me uh james yeah yeah you good you're coming yeah. loud and clear cool cool so so i'm not saying he's a trash coach That that's not what i'm saying um but I, but I believe uh, if you're not a proven coach like a Bill Belichick, uh, you need stamina to to upkeep your, your your coaching career in the beginning and that's not what he had he started out great his first two years which is cool and I think his last two years the way that he finished his third year and the way that he collapsed his fourth year was just it just wasn't enough he ended his third year on a, I believe, eight game losing streak. And Frank, we went, we were there at that game in Jacksonville. And if they would have won that game, they would have won the division. So when they lost that game, I said, I'm surprised they're not firing this guy by losing the eighth game in a row and losing not just the eighth game in a row, but losing the division with the team that he had. And in his fourth year, they kept Tanner Hill uh, in the process of this whole madness. they got rid of AJ. Brown. they picked up Hopkins. they kept Henry. Henry leaves at the end of the year. Tanner Hill's still there, and that and that team still has a collapse, like what are we doing um? Like I said, I don't think he's a horrible coach. I just don't think this last two years is enough for me to say, yeah, he's a hell of a coach. So to me, I think he falls in line with any other coach. I think I'm going to put him in line, and this is going to sound crazy as hell to any other listener. I'm going to put him in line with Atlanta Falcons coach that they were just fired. What are you going to say? He didn't have the players, so he wasn't good? Because the same situation happened in Atlanta. He didn't have the players, so he wasn't good. Mm
5: -hmm. Them
4: other coaches that were fired. They didn't have the players, so he wasn't good. So it just don't make him a, a horrible coach. I just don't. I just don't think that. I think they're giving more than enough credit than what I think he should have. And uh, that's just my personal opinion. Of course, again, I don't think he's a bad person. I think he had a good two years in the beginning. I just don't think he had a good last two years. And the way that he ended his third year really says a lot about his fourth year.
0: I, uh Pedro, what, what's your take?
1: So I'll I'll, I'll touch on um, on Belichick like ever since Brady left the Patriots haven't been good and everybody's like yeah so it had to be Tom Brady and I think that's I think it's lazy to say that because you can have the great you can have the best players you can have the best roster but if you don't have direction with good coaching it's not gonna it's not gonna work in my opinion so Belichick, the last couple of years, he hasn't been getting the credit. I believe he was getting when Brady was there, and I believe he deserves just as much credit as Brady, because he was the one putting all that stuff together. And Brady was doing his thing. Brady was doing his thing on the field. He was doing his thing as far as his salary, not taking as much so he could have a good roster around him, which is why he was able to get all those chips. You know, they're able to pay play guy, pay guys on defense and on offensive line, whatever, but. Belichick, I think, deserves more credit because I think the last couple of years since Brady left, they've been taking that credit away and give, giving it all to Brady because he goes down to Tampa and wins, and they're like, "Oh, you see, it was Brady because Belichick hasn't done shit since Brady left." Mm-hmm. I believe just be. I mean, look, every team, every team is not going to be good every year. Peaks and valleys. There was a time <laughs> the Patriots used to suck. They went. They, that's. We all live through this dynasty right now. We all live through the we'll, we'll probably never see this shit again. Belichick has to get some of the credit because he was the fucking coach of a dynasty, bro. Mm-hmm. Saban, another, he's another one. Go, went to college. Any college he went to, he won. I think he won at LSU. He did. If I'm not mistaken, he won at Michigan State, and he won in fucking, of course, he won Alabama a whole bunch of times. But he went multiple places and won. That's recruiting. That's different than just signing free agents. So props to both of them cats, man. But Vrabel, uh, I I I can see what June is saying about Vrabel. Um, I think what really hurt that team, and he brought it up too, they got rid of AJ Brown, bro. That's one of the biggest mistakes. I think that'll go down in that that, that the 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 history of that franchise was the trade they made. I think they tried to do what Minnesota did. Minnesota traded a one, traded Diggs for a one, and then that 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 one turned into Justin Jefferson. They, it looks like they try to
0: do the same shit, and they got this dude named Traylon Burks, and he hasn't but, done shit. Nah, AJ Brown's a, a stud. So AJ nah,
1: uh, Brown, bro, that's big.
0: Yeah. So Dwell, what's your take on it? And then James, I'm gonna go to you.
2: I think we forget sometimes that when you're number one, you yeah. have a target on your back. Patriots have been number one for so long, and that's that's the goal: beat that team. Miami got better. <laughs> the Bills got better. When it comes to Tennessee, Texans got the right quarterback to beat that division. And I think that we forget sometimes that when you have a target on your back, you have everybody coming for you. So when you're at the top of the game, it's hard to get better. The other teams at the bottom are going to get better. Um, For Bill Belichick, I think he had too much on his plate. Uh, he was coaching and trying to build up a team as well. I think that um, – I don't think they've signed anybody like past like 2015, all their draft picks. They haven't even re-signed them. I don't know the math behind it, so forgive me if I'm wrong. But um, with the Texans, I mean, I know we'll get into the Jaguars hopefully later. The Jaguars, um, all those teams got better. And I I think think the the adaptability adaptability of of those teams, teams, again, it's all draft draft picks, right? So So if you're the the best of the best, best, you get the worst of the worst, worst. Mm -hmm. right? So So I think think the other teams teams just got better. better. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll I'll miss miss the cutoff sweaters sweaters in the the Patriots. Patriots. (laughs) I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Vabril used this this zip-up vest. vest. I don't know what that, that style is. Maybe it was the way lie. he dressed. He's a defense <laughs> guy. But I, I think we forget that um, when you're at the top of the game, you do have a target on your back. And when you have a target on your back, everyone is gunning for you. And I think the team just got better. But I, I honestly think that the other teams, or when you're at the top of the game, you make your division better. I remember when the NFC East, as a Giants fan, what's so called like the, the NFC least, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. right? Now, now you, you have, have the Cowboys at the top of the game. You have the Eagles at the top of the game. game. Again, again, these things adapt, adapt and, change. and change. The Patriots, the Patriots for, for Bill Belichick, Belichick I, think I think they just ran their course. And I think, I think Bill, Bill Belichick took on too much. much. I, I think, think he's still, still a, a great coach, coach and he will coach, coach again. again. I don't I think that he's done. done. Um shocked that Saban, that one actually shocked me because I think college now is going to a 12-game playoff or something of that nature, a bigger playoff game, where he could have still been
0: in those playoffs
2: for the next 20 years. So in the sense, the one that shocked me was Seattle. Mm-hmm. That one shocked me, didn't know where that came from. Uh, so that one was a little shocking to me when I look at the, the coaching portion of it. But, but you have to understand that when you have a target on your back, you have to keep up and you're only picking up the worst. Yeah. So that, that's where I look at it.
0: All right,
3: James, what you got, man? Man, so my take on all of this um, is as the culture changes in football, so does the – what we say, the OG's mindset, right? So we got these NIL deals and all that shit. That shit plays a major factor and old school coaches who are so invested in player development, a guy like Saban, right? Yeah. You get you get, you get get a, a player and watch him grow from a freshman to a senior. We don't have that option no more. These guys are coming one year, hot, enter the player portal, go somewhere where they, they can make money, be marketable. And I think Saban was kind of like seeing this shit coming like, you know what? It's time for me to bow respectfully while mm-hmm. I still have a passion for it because mm-hmm. I think that's going away. Same for NFL, right? These guys are demanding trades now. I'm not playing unless I sign 500 mil. The passion from the coaching perspective, I think is is, is kind of leaving because management is looking at like, look, I need something hot. I need that shit right now. Like back in the day, you were allowed to to develop players. And and like we just said, the Patriots dynasty wasn't built overnight. If Bledsoe don't get hurt, we probably don't even know who the fuck Brady is. So Belichick was allowed based on a loyalty from his organization and who he was as a coach allowed to develop players over that period of time. And you saw how important that was kind of like, we always, we say this, we call him the Greg Popovich of fucking the NFL, a system mm-hmm. that's designed and pieces put in place. And once the pieces are put in place, it's it's a wrap. And, and sometimes you're going to have moments where you don't have that system. You don't have the pieces. Like we said, we, he had the Brady's, but as people started leaving, it kind of got frustrating, but he stayed. He tried to, he tried to, you know, develop players and. Now, from the 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 social media and the in the marketing aspect, people don't got time no more. They want the microwave effect. They want that that shit ASAP. They want the W's ASAP. And it's it's sad, but that's the reality of the sports world today. Not not what can you do for me five years from now while we develop. I need you to
0: come in this motherfucker and get some W's now. I think uh, uh, for me, in in so I I like I said I joke. I don't read many books, but I do read books on Patriots. Belichick, Brady,
2: Homer.
0: Yeah, I am. I am to that point. But <laughs> I will admit this: um, he didn't adapt with the changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Belichick's a historian of the game. He's old school. He's not. He's not about. And if it's I'm a, if I'm a live and die by a sword like a lot of these head coaches. Yep. I want to be the guy controlling everything. Mm-hmm. If you want, excuse me for the team losing, then I want to recruit. I want to be the GM, and I want to do this, and I want to do that. Um, so I real quick Saban caught me off guard because I'm like, damn, but the NIL did play a part in his decision and he was tired of constantly recruiting because you got to constantly rebuild the team, rebuild the team. And I think he's smart enough to know that you got Michigan. If Harbaugh does come back to Michigan, they could run it. You got Mm -hmm. Georgia. So there's a lot going on that. I think he said, you know what? It's changing. I can't, I'm not going to keep up. I'm going to roll out while I can with seven natties under my belt. Uh, The peak cow was definitely a surprise because they were, you know, they were just what a few plays away from winning division and being, yeah. in. The, the Belichick, we had a conversation about this. We saw it coming. You know, like I said, I was hopeful that they could change it around. But one thing Robert Kraft said, you know, and I talked to Rob on the phone afterwards, he was like, Frank, you know, I got to let him go on his own accord because I can't bring somebody in with a polarizing figure. Like that, you know what I'm saying? So, if he's still here to bring a GM in, he could still try to dominate that. I can't do that. So, mm-hmm. you know, he let, go on, he let him go out with some dignity. So, I, I I think that was dope on his part. It's sad to see, but like Dwell said, and, and, and Pedro said, it's the end of an era, man. It's, it's things change, you know. Uh, uh, now, I want to see other teams sustain 19 straight winning seasons with over 11 division titles, nine conference championships, and six Super Bowls. I, I want to see it. You show it to me, and I'll be quiet. I don't think we're going to see it again. But with that being said, um, I'm not going to ask the board to think Belichick is going next, unless you guys want to. But there are some vacancies out there. There's seven teams with vacancies, and now there's teams out there that with Belichick coming available, do you think that a team would give it to their head coach to bring Belichick in? If so, which team? Or if not, which team that's vacant you see him going to? I'm going to go with Dwell first because he's looking at me. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I'm look, Yeah, I'm looking at you, but I'm looking at you. Here's the thing. When Tom Brady went into the pool and anybody can get Tom Brady, I think every single team said, should we bring in Tom Brady? Is it better than our opportunity now with the quarterback that we have now? I think all teams right now, minus the Patriots, are saying the same thing. They're saying, if we brought brought Belichick in right now. The one thing I'll say this, and I'll leave it at that, Belichick will not go if he has to develop a quarterback. quarterback. He has has to have an ASAP quarterback that's ready to go, and that's where where he'll go. go. But But I don't don't think think it's just vacant teams. I
4: think think
2: it's every single team right now, outside of the Patriots, is saying, do we make a move on Belichick compared to the coach we have now? And he can go anywhere. We, we just can't. Just we can't, just won't find, find out until after the first, first round of the playoffs. I don't, don't think, think
0: we'll find out about Belichick until after the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, James, what you got? Yeah, I
3: think uh, it's gonna be. A, it, it's not. It's not gonna be a quick process with the Belichick thing, like you said. There's a lot of pieces that have to work in his favor, because he obviously he knows how to win. So if you don't got the the pieces for him, I don't. I don't think it's even worth it to diminish his legacy. Go somewhere and try to rebuild. Is it? Nah, he's gonna have a. It's gonna be a calculated move to where he goes. And it's going to be a system, or not even a system, players in place to fulfill his system. So, I, I I feel like uh, Dwell said, We ain't gonna know until late. That process is going to take him. And I, you know, what's crazy, I, I was just sitting and thinking this. I honestly don't even want him to go nowhere else. I don't want him to, to have to go there and diminish his legacy and you know, what I'm saying, suffer three, four losing seasons. All we know is the last seven seasons, Belichick ain't win. Shit. Like, nah, I want to know him as the Belichick who gracefully bowed out after his tenure with the Patriots and going down as I mean, he's obviously going to go down his Hall of Fame regardless, but I don't want to see that in the last seven seasons, though.
2: I'm going to say this, and 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 he said this first. Belichick is a historian. He's 15 games away from topping Shula. Mm-hmm. He is, he is not, not going to let that go. go. He is not he's going to let going? that go. That's it, 15? He's 15, 15 games away from being Minnesota. Shula. He He is is not going to let that go. go.
3: So that's at least two
2: seasons. He is going to go somewhere. He's going to beat Shula. And then he can get two shits. I have more Super Bowls than anybody else. I got more wins than anybody else. I'm out. But he won't leave until he gets
0: that. So, uh, Pedro, who you got, man? What's your take on that?
1: Like they said, agree with them. He's not going to a place where he's not going to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. he's not going to a team that's like not if they're not like at least in the second tier he's not going to one of those teams I think he goes I think the best fit is the Chargers they got mm-hmm. players on both sides they already got a yeah. quarterback Um, a, a sleeper for me I like, I like Atlanta even though they don't got the quarterback they got a running back they got the tight end and they got triplets all they need is the quarterback it's in, a, it's in a weak division where he could get those wins by the beginning of the second year, probably. So yes. my, my dark horse would be Atlanta, but I think the best fit for Belichick is the Chargers. But then hardball factors into it, too, because he may want to go to the Chargers. So for me, I would say Belichick, the Chargers.
0: So before I pass it off to June, they said that Falcons are – interested in him. They're they're already showing interest, um, and the charges would be ideal to me because he doesn't have to develop the offense. Yeah. And that defense is stout that if he goes in there with Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, Derwin James, uh, who's my other dude over there, the other corner? Dante
2: Samuel.
0: Yeah, Asante uh, yep. Samuel Jr.
2: Stout, and they give him 60 points to the Raiders? Yeah, of <laughs> God, yo, Come was on, good. guys. Come on. Be realistic. You say stout, but yeah. He ain't going the Falcons, the Falcons are the Falcons are
3: cursed. You already know he ain't going to Atlanta. They cursed, bro. No, I'm talking about that the
0: Chargers is... The Chargers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying we up can count the Falcons out.
2: To the
0: I think it was done. No, yeah.
1: yeah I mean, yeah, the they Broncos did. seventy to <laughs> yeah, that, was, <laughs> yo, was that, we, that was that week. That was that like week one? last game. No, no, I get it. I get it. But the players, the players, they're on the field with them too. Yeah, but ah, you tell you think if Belichick goes there, it's gonna be the same shit.
0: No, no. I
1: don't, I don't, I'm not think, look, and I'm I, not even a, a Patriots fan, but Belichick goes there. That's not gonna be the same shit. That, that I shit think be Belichick, Belichick goes to anywhere and the same half the players game. are gone because I heard he's a dick.
0: He is, yeah, that's he what I'm is. saying. That
1: old school
3: style of coaching, like we so, got these young fucking whiny athletes, bro. They not with that
0: <laughs> so listen, listen. You know, th- this falls in line. And June, I'm gonna let, I mean June, I'm gonna let you go. I'm if a dwell did this and it triggered it, it triggered it. February, the dynasty's coming out, the docu-series. I read the book. It talks about the building of that dynasty and the ending of it. You got people like Amendola that said, I worked for Belichick, but mm-hmm. I for Tom. When you listen to Gronk talk and Julian Edelman talk, who are two bowl champs, they'll say it, man. He, he was hard, but he had you prepared. He got you. Like he said, there was days it was snowing, and he would go up to a coach, we outside. He said, yeah, we outside in the snow. Go outside and play. And that's why they were ready. In Super Bowl 51, they ran over 100 plays. And he said one reason that team was ready for it, built for it, they have a, a a hill that they run up. He would make the defense and offense run up over and over again. And anybody that's trained and all of us that did PT, we know dumb hills is murder and nobody want to do it. But if you practice like you play, you gonna play like you practice, right? I'm, I'm from, from the it. Bronx. I I'm know gonna... all the hills
2: <laughs> that you have to walk up and down. All the steps, all the train station you have to go up and down the steps. I'm do trains. Do
5: trains. I hate the trains. <laughs> but
2: all I'm saying is just that players nowadays are a little bit spoiled more yeah. than anybody yeah. else. There, there, There's uh, um when you if you if you have kids now in their teenage years, they're definitely not like when we grew up, mm-hmm. right? It's different. You come in with this old school mentality. You're going to have a couple of people
0: that are not going to, no matter how much money you give them, they're not going to resign. Yeah.
4: That's, and that's the problem. That's the problem. Oh, uh, June, what's your take on it, man, before we go to the next topic? Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, you guys pretty much hit the nail on the head. The only thing that I'm going to add to it is, uh is I'm going to add the word risk. Right. And it pretty much sums up what some of you guys were saying. Um and the only the only thing that I'm gonna say risk about is um what Tom Brady did. Uh because he could have easily went to Tampa, uh, failed and and said and the media would have aided it up and said he can't win without Belichick. Yeah. Now Belichick will go to a different team, he could fail and they could say, Look at that, what did we say? He cannot win without Brady. It was proven when he left and it's proven now with another team when he's still not there. So um that's that's what I mean about risk, in my opinion. If he goes to a different team and he doesn't get that positive outcome that that we're expecting or we're used to with uh, with a different system or with better players, so to speak, um, what type of risk is he taking? Yes, he's always gonna be that coach that has so many Super Bowls and that success in New England, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say it like that: that success. In New England, not 31 other teams. So it's great that he had it there. But is he going to have that success elsewhere? And I'll leave it there. Fair enough. With
0: that being said, um, talking about discipline, old school coaching. Final play of the Saints versus Falcons. Jameis Winston decided to take it upon himself to go score a touchdown. Afterwards, Arthur Smith cursed out Dennis Allen. Cause he felt it was unsportsmanlike. So um, I'm gonna go with Dwell first, because I think this is going to spark the conversation. How we want it. Um, would you, did you think it was unsportsmanlike for him to do that? And if not, you know, what's your take on it? Uh,
2: um, I, I truly believe that, um, there's an environment within a, a group of guys that will do things for each other. Um, um, inner circle group, like you and I have Pedro knows inner circle. Um, you do things for other people within an inner circle. That was strictly about Jamal Williams getting a touchdown. Like they, they, he had no touchdowns on the year and they, 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 all they wanted was to get him a touchdown and whatever it took. Um, I know I would die and bleed for most of my personal friends. And it was a team environment. The coach was upset with his own team about what the play did. He did not like what they did because they went behind his back in the sense of what he coached about and they did it. I'm okay with a group of guys rallying around someone that they care. Uh, I won't throw the word love, but they, mm-hmm. they did it for him. And and it is what it is. They'll deal with the repercussions, the fines. Whatever Mm -hmm. it takes. Um, It was cool for me as a fan to see an internal portion of it that said, Yo, we're going to get you this touchdown. We're going to do this. Again, whatever it is, it happened. It's dirty and it's not fashionable. But it was cool to watch and I'm okay with it. I'm honestly okay with them riding around someone that they were cool with and said, We're going to get you this TD coach isn't gonna like it it's the last if it was uh, week six I get it final 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 week of the game and they they wanted to get their boy a touchdown fuck it do
0: it I'm okay with it
4: June your take and um I'm trying to find his exact quote right I'm trying to find the exact words uh do you guys? do you guys anybody else to have it <laughs> the exact um, words <laughs> i can um, find it you want, you want me to get my, my production team over here to work on it
0: please, frank, please find the quote frank my son's gonna find the quote,
4: what quote frankie what's the going quote. on frankie the, my the, guy the, the,
0: the james winston what he said um oh uh, i know
1: exactly
4: what he said about too. He got i know exactly he got
0: excited he was like
1: "Yo,
4: i got this oh. He got
3: too many quotes man <laughs>
4: No, no, no. That one in particular, the one.
3: Yeah,
0: particular. listen, let me tell you something. This is because I, I, I'm going to say my piece on it. And this is why I have a problem. He's the coach. He gave an order. You follow order. That's it. Now, maybe that's because the military background, you follow all the people die. you know, what Wait, right? before you say that, I got to cut you off real quick. You're going to tell me that all you guys
2: in the Navy followed every single order you were given.
5: Yes. Yes,
2: that's hard to believe. When, it, when <laughs> it's it comes, no, to no.
0: Believe. So I would say this hard to believe. No, no, I'm gonna ask you a question when it comes down to operational. And I'm in, so you gotta think, my job, my MOS or my rating is aviation ordinance. We build the bombs and break the missiles out and load the bullets that go into aircraft, aircraft that fly over country and put warheads on foreheads. We're in the business of Hold winning. Lily, wars. come here for a second. So no, come here. Democracy. You listen to every order your mother gave you. That's not the military. <laughs> But, so, yes, there's certain orders. Right here in the corner. Right here in the corner. Right so there's certain, the corner. there's certain orders that, that we follow because if we don't follow this order, people can get hurt. Not as other orders that we don't follow because it's like, man, that dude's crazy. We can go do it this way. But when it comes to, like, us doing our ratings and whichever your rating is, is it's you follow it to a T. You know what I'm saying? Because if you don't, somebody can get hurt. But it says, I think it should be forgotten, especially when the score is already 41 to 17. So I don't know how much worse it can get. Go ahead, Junior. That was the quote. That's That's the quote.
1: That's
0: it? Yeah, Yeah, that's it. That's what James basically saying. How much work is already 41 17? I mean, we whooping ass, it ain't gonna get no worse. We scored a touchdown. That quote was everywhere among Sports
3: Center, ESPN, which I mean is the same thing though. Complex, Bleacher Report. Um, that was the quote that everybody kind of ran with that he had said to reporters.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. there was something else that he said, but uh, off- I'll explain it. He was-,
0: said, he, he was like that. He you know, he respects DA. Dennis Allen, and that you mm-hmm. know, he told them not to do it, but they want they did a team collective. The team agreed right. to get, do the touchdown, and that's not what the coach wanted. He apologized to him. You know, he got respect for Arthur Smith, but to me, that's that's like when you tell somebody respectfully, no due respect, all or, or due respect, but you're going to say yeah. something don't respect me anyway. Touch. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah,
4: that's
2: exactly
0: yeah. what it is.
4: But uh, but my take on it, man. Uh... It was it was crazy, you know what I mean? I think I think we could all agree that we were that unwritten rule, we don't play the game, right? So we don't really have the extreme internal extent of the understanding of that rule because we don't play the game. But as a fan, we enjoyed it. Um as a fan, um neither team were going to the playoffs. Uh as a fan, um yeah he he did he kind of yeah he went against the, the, the head coach and, and you know that's a conversation for them to have uh in private but if the if the head coach wanted to have that conversation in public he earned that conversation in public because that's what he did to him he disrespected him in public uh, I'm not saying that he would he took the high road um so th- that's that but I think I think it was messed up but I enjoyed it I'm gonna go Duel. hey I enjoyed it what I had done it if my contract says I'm making 10 million a year and I already have 80 million in my bank I do it too I would I would starter. I would
2: give any of you guys that touchdown and take the reprimand publicly Me too
0: all day I right, would then,
2: then
4: I would say I was held so we could run it again and do it again
0: Hey Pedro I saw your face Pete I saw your face when when Ju said what he said What's- they no, tried nah, that I, look like,
4: What the fuck
1: is you talking? No, What's I think funny? every I think the only people who didn't like it were like the coach of Arthur Smith and Falcons fans. Like mm-hmm. I think everybody else was like, yo, that shit is kind of funny. Because it's Jameis Winston. So I think that makes it funnier. Is the fact that he came out and was like, yeah, we he told us to do this and we did this. So I think that's funny. Mm-hmm. So, now Arthur Smith getting upset is because he got his ass whooped. On the last game of the season by a division mm-hmm. rival, and he probably knew I'm getting fired after this shit. Mm-hmm. And look, he got fired. <laughs> That's so, crazy. So he with, got fired all that when it piled it on. By James you know, Winston. We put 40 on you. We we almost put 50 on you. We did some last minute bullshit, and now you're gonna get fired. Nobody gives a shit. No, people on, on fantasy dude that play fantasy that got <laughs> Falcons on their teams, Drake London, Smith, uh B. John Robinson. They're fucking throwing party that this guy got fired because he wasn't getting their guys the ball. So this dude was... I thought it was funny. I don't think anybody gives a shit other than Falcons fans and this dude. So, But the only thing I will say, though, the only thing I will say is the fact that the other team thought that it was a victory formation and then they, you know, they started blocking and he went to score. If one of them dudes would have got hurt from the Falcons, that would have been some serious shit. But other than that, I thought it was – because James Wilson was involved
0: and he's the one who made the decision, I thought it was kind of funny. So, James, man, uh, I want to hear your take, but I'm going to ask you another question on top of it. Uh, Shannon Sharp went on the the, the, um, ESPN and said he should get fired. They should cut him from the team. You don't disrespect and not follow orders. So, what's your opinion on the play itself and about Shannon Sharp's comments?
3: Yeah, so, one – I don't think nobody watched that fucking game, but Saints fans and Falcons fans. So I didn't even know about that shit till afterwards. So yeah, two, I didn't get nobody gave a fuck. To me, if you're gonna be that upset, you should have had that much energy and emotion towards having your fucking defense play some defense. Like, yeah, all that energy and passion coming out there. That even show him his show his character. At least go out there and have a conversation to his ear, like, look, man, what was that shit about? But he's all fucking. Going crazy on on the fucking midfield, like bro, cut it out. You are you trash, but um, Shannon Sharp, yeah, and and I fuck with Shannon Sharp, but Shannon Sharp was out of pocket, bro. You never advocate for a player to lose their job. That's money and they fucking, you know, that's that's food in your kids' mouths. Like you don't do that shit, especially um, when you have a a following and an influence on the culture. You don't do that shit, man. So Shannon, I love Shannon Sharp, but he fucked me up with that. I'm like, you don't do that shit to a player. Give it and then. To have every player who was involved come out and have Jameis's back, it was dope, though, because they was like, look, you know, if, if you've ever been in a locker room with this guy, you already know he's all-about team. So it, it, it wasn't nothing personal. The guy, the dude had 16 fucking touchdowns a year before and, and didn't score this year. So he was <laughs> like, yo, we're going to give this dude a, a touchdown, bro. And the, the crazy thing about this shit is, it added value, like we said, because Jameis. Like, you put him in front of yeah, the it me, it bro. It's, it's instant funny, bro. Like, this shit is wicked, man.
0: But, yeah, Shannon fucked me up with that, man. <laughs> hey, man, I, all I know is Jameis tried to sell that shit, bro. He he, he, <laughs> he pretty much said, sorry, not sorry, and I'm going to take your girl if you let me. Um, one thing,
3: my bad, one one thing that it did, it did make me think about from our last week's uh, talk, man, the, <laughs> the, 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 the relationship of fucking quarterback to coach, right? We knew that play was coming up. If I'm trusting you as a quarterback, you can easily hit me up. Hey, listen, we're going to run this shit for, for old boy one time. You know, that communication. If, if the coach tells you, you know, you do something opposite, that communication is off, bro. Just like we talked about with uh, Jalen Hurts and the communication with well, the offensive play calling. If I trust my QB, I'm going to listen to that motherfucker. Peyton Manning, they call that dude the coach on the field. He was audible and like a motherfucker. So, like, it, it let me know. Obviously, James is not the, the starter. I mean, by default, but – yeah, it just let me know the relationship between some of these coaches and players is not as solid as you might think it would
0: be.
5: Yeah, it's yeah, just no, crazy.
0: He, he went what they call rogue. Uh totally <laughs> he went off the grid on that one. Too. Yeah, bro. So, With that be- I got I got
2: one more statement for this. Moving forward. How many more teams now are gonna be up on the up on that formation?
0: Everybody. Ooh, yeah. Everybody. They say play to the fucking whistle blow, man. I don't know. You see, and that's coaching. It goes back to coaching, right? Because yeah. you got people like I hate to say this, Belichick. They'll tell you to be ready for everything. And we talked about mm-hmm. special teams being his thing. You, mm-hmm. you, when you on defense, you got to be ready for everything. How many times have we seen fake punts go for first first downs? Yeah, ever
2: be comfortable? Oh, not exactly. on the football field. Yeah, don't yeah, ever be know,
0: comfortable. I think a lot of teams now, especially with, with especially like you said, like a guy like Jameis that don't got the power to pull to do it and he did it, it's like, bro. <laughs> love it. I love it. But you know like, what? like fuck you, dog. Yeah, but that tells me the coach don't got a, a control on his locker room either. He going you know? to be gone
1: soon, too, yo. That yeah, dude's yeah. gone
0: soon, too. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I think he knew that, too. I like, fuck it. it. What oh, I got that, to lose. <laughs> with that being said, man, you know, I'm going to push this to June 1st because June's been very adamant here lately about this team. They belong in the AFC South. <laughs> the of the Jags. What does it say about Doug Peterson or who do you put the blame on
4: June? You go first. You know, it's kind of crazy, man. I mean, he they lose a game and, and uh, all of a sudden he wants to take charge and fire half of the staff. Um, that's cute. You know what I mean? Where, where, where was that, uh, energy, uh, when you had this debacle, when you were eight and one or seven and one or whatever the case is. And, uh, and, and it clearly showed that your quarterback was struggling. Uh, and we put a lot of emphasis on his injuries, and, and they put a lot of emphasis on this quarterback not missing a game at one point or another since high school. And then uh, all of a sudden he missed that one game. Um, his backup quarterback wins that game. Um, so it was kind of interesting for him to make those changes. And, and uh, I mean, he's still there, and I get it. Uh, they had back-to-back. It wasn't a failure – for jacksonville they had a they won the division last year went to the playoffs in my opinion they shouldn't have won that game when they was down 27-3 um but they did and then this year they still they still end up winning uh they, they didn't make the playoffs but they, they still end up with a winning record so it's a win for the for the city so to speak um they didn't end up like um i don't know like the panthers right so it's a winning situation, however, it gives them that outlook that it, they could be better and he took he took the precautions now as far as I just think that he made those decisions a little yeah. bit too late, just like he was making with that team all, all throughout the entire year um, I, I think uh when, when the Eagles let let go of Doug Peterson. The decisions that he was making were exact the same the exact same as now. He was making them as the impact already had happened. Um you see that car coming, get out of the way. He was waiting for that car to hit you. And then he would try to swerve. Mm. You know, it was already too late. Then you'll try to fire the driver because he was in the backseat. He was being um, reactive, not proactive. Exactly and uh i didn't i didn't like that um because you know caldwell was used he's known for being a defensive good coach or whatnot so i was surprised by that by that decision at least um so i guess uh to say that he's not in the hot seat next year is is pretty minimal but uh i think that he will be in the hot seat for the first six weeks of the season next year i mm-hmm. I, I think so uh for the first six weeks um and I'm not going to talk about another coach. We're talking about Doug right now, but uh, I think he's in the, I think he's in a hot seat right now, and that's why he's being very reactive right June, now. You love Doug, you mm-hmm. love him. I love Doug. You I love Doug. Your almost, favorite dance is the Dougie, isn't it? <laughs> I, I almost got the book right now. I'm gonna go get
0: the book. <laughs> he, he's the only coach that wins one Super Bowl and writes the whole book on winning and gets fired the next season. Anyways, uh, and James, what's your take on? The I'm meltdown. A, the I'm trying to write another. I'm trying to write the sequel. <laughs> oh, I Jags think. And the meltdown. Do you put on Doug Peterson, or what's your take on it? You know, they was in control of the South. They were three games ahead of anybody else, and now they're, not, they're at home on the couch with the Patriots and the Giants, watching you know, <laughs> watching the playoffs. Easy, easy. I man, it's it's I'm tough, man, because he he did face some injuries.
3: Obviously, one to his key player, but. When you got that much of a cushion, you you that's on you as the coach, bro. It, it's bro, you cannot start a season seven and one. You got listen, yeah, it's on him, dog. I, he should get fired. To me, people have got fired for less. That dude, man, you've had multiple chances. You blew it. Like at the end of the day, and then like June said, you got re, you got reactive. You had, you in the off season when you had a you had a, a good season last year in the off season. You make adjustments to ensure that if you get this type of cushion, you can implement some, like we said, like Cam said, game managers versus game changers. When you lose your game changer, just make sure you got people who can manage the game. You ain't got to go crazy and score 60 points, but let's make sure we just come out this motherfucker with a W. He obviously failed that shit big time. Yeah, he should go, bro. That should be a vacancy. What's your take on it, bro? The,
2: the Jag- Jaguars fired the wrong coach. Okay. They, fired yep. on, they fired the defensive coach. They should have fired the offensive coach. Um, you can't have a I mean the kid has natural talent if you have, The eye test he passes He passes the eye test um, I think Ingram had, a, had one of the best years he had They uh, they brought in some wide receivers I know Zay Jones was hurt For a bit of the year as well I truly think They never saw the Texans coming no. They never saw the Texans coming We've I seen mean,
4: I mean we saw it on, on, on every on every Sunday He seen that
2: car coming you you, you, can, you can say what you say, um but um it, it may be a Philadelphia Eagle thing where they don't know how to adapt. You know what I'm saying? The 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 coaches thing don't know how to adapt. But
4: um Dude, they make the playoffs.
2: <laughs> Homer Homer. Um but you know, at the end of the day, like all I can say is what I said before. I think uh every year uh the NFL has great parity uh in, in each and every single division. Um Listen, I even put it on my own personal chat uh, that was called the Bayakos chat. I bet that Tennessee was going to actually beat them and cover the spread. So mm. I won, and I won on that because spoilers do very well at the end of the year. Giants, Eagles, Tennessee, Jaguars—the spoilers do very well when you sleep on them at the end of the year. Best time to bet, guys. If I ever give you any advice on betting, that is a that, that take that home. Um. But I truly, uh, I truly believe that uh, when it comes to the Jaguars, Titans wanted that game more than they did, and not because of the playoffs, because they wanted to spoil it for the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, I think the quarterback was hurt. Yeah, he came. They, 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 they should have. They, they rushed him to get that last win, and they rushed him. I think it showed in some of the in some of the plays. Uh, in, in watching that game. But um I, I just think that you know it, it's great parody, and and the, the, the Jaguars got comfortable, the darlings of Europe. They they, they did their thing in, in in Europe. Giants are giants. Are, you know the Giants are undefeated in Europe, right? At least I, I just somewhere. want to put that out there. Yeah. <laughs> oh so let's, let's take it across Over the waters. <laughs> but, but but even with that said, um, you know I, I think the offense who could, could have done so much team, more between Etienne and, yeah. and, and the offense that they have, yeah. they, they fired the wrong coach. They, they should have fired the offensive coach and not the defensive coach. And it just goes, the visual, right? In the sense of sometimes you're too in it and you can't see it enough. And, and that's where I'll stand on that. I just truly believe that the Jaguars need to look at themselves internally and say, hey, we need to make some changes where, um, I mean, there's nothing in the AFC South defensively that should scare anyone. Um, and I I, I don't think, think that, that the Jaguars gave up that many points. Uh And looking at it, I think they gave up the third most points, but by by like four or five points, they gave up that many points. They didn't score enough.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, offense.
2: Yeah, and, and I think that's where they failed. Like you can look at it across the board, but they they won their games close. They should have been blowing out some of these teams. It yeah, it wasn't the mm-hmm.
0: defense that was the problem. Yeah. Correct.
2: So. And they, and they fired a the defensive, defensive coach. coach. So, oh, like, that, that right there tells you that in
5: upstairs, upstairs,
2: not on the field, they're, they're not seeing the same game, game that the coach team. is seeing it. So, so maybe, maybe not on Doug, Doug right? Teaching He's me how Doug. to Dougie. Um, um, but, but upstairs, I'm absolutely running the, uh, running the team horribly.
0: Pedro, Pete, he takes?
1: We give him we um, – I think we're putting too much of the blame on the coach um there's it, a couple of games. Um, I forgot which what week it was, but they played the Bengals on Monday night. And I think that's when Trevor Lawrence first got hurt. They were talking about that they didn't have a cart to take him to the locker room. Mm-hmm. Ever since then, he's been playing like shit. Mm-hmm. Probably yeah. should have sat out a couple games instead of, you know, trying to, you know, be the warrior and playing and shit. But he was. He's been playing hurt, and he's been playing in like, the shows because he's been playing like shit. And
2: Pedro, correct me if you're wrong. Like he hasn't missed a game since like high school.
1: Nah, he missed one game this year. He missed one game. I think he missed one game. But this
2: year, for the first That's time true. like ever, yeah, in I, his think so, history. yeah. I And think I think he was trying to break work. that Eli Manning record.
3: <laughs> Iron Man.
1: Uh, he, he, I, I think. Look, and Trevor Lawrence should have sat, sat a couple games because he was hurt. Probably tried to tough it out, and look what happened. They lost to mm-hmm. the division because they they had a lead at the time. They lost mm-hmm. to the Bengals that night, and they and they they had um you know the, the end of the season. Look, they got bumped. They didn't even make the playoffs. Not not the division. They didn't even make the, make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But when you when coaches are on like when they're on on shaky ground, that's when they start mm-hmm. getting rid of coordinators. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what look at look at Dable Dable. They got rid of Wink Martindale. They got rid of the special teams. They got rid of the offensive line. So, they're going to start – when coaches are kind of feeling it, they're going to start doing that because they know if they they don't, the next year they may be gone. Oh, wow. So – Look at Sirianni. Sirianni, why should they hire hire for the defense? They got to get that defense right because if not, it's going to fall on him, and I think he's going to be gone too.
0: You know, on the play call, we have a, a homer for a Jags fan, and she wanted Trevor to play with a broke neck, broke arm, broke
1: th- – See, yeah, yeah, but – got- oh.
0: All she was worried about was winning the division. And I would tell her, you worried about the wrong thing. You, the division mm-hmm. is one thing, but the playoffs is another. And mm-hmm. he I missed first game. So, yeah, so Dwell was right. This that, this past season, is the first game he ever missed his entire mm-hmm. career. Since he came out of his mom's womb, he never missed a game, and that dude this time. But if you're going to make a person do that. Because he's
2: sunshine.
0: Yeah, he's sunshine. That's what I call him. But he, in my opinion, <laughs> they didn't manage that right, I would have took the hit a couple of games to have him back healthy to win the rest of the game. Yep,
1: that's what I'm saying. Yep, that's what I'm saying. So, because- But this is what
0: we talked about this before, too, though. How valuable is it to keep a
3: veteran QB? He ain't got to be a superstar, but keep him in the pocket. So if some shit like that happened, look at the Browns, bro. They're one of the most dangerous teams right now, all because they kept Flacco in the
0: pocket. That's crazy. Backer was on the couch, bro. Like June said, he was he was playing with kids, and they said, Yeah, throw the ball. He said, I'm coming. And it just happens that it fit his style of play with the play action, good defense, i.e., the Ravens. You know, he goes out there, he throws the play. He might throw a pick or two, but the defense is so good that the pick or two don't make a difference. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And And but and this this speaks to
3: your, your backup QB, too. What confidence your backup QB got now when you're willing to play. Your guy through a hella injuries and you look, you want to sound like, damn, like they don't trust me, bro. Like yeah. they, they about to have my man down here, like RG three, <laughs> like they put RG
0: three to his leg, bro, bro. He chose <laughs> that though. That was his choice. With that being said, we told before we go on to the next thing, uh, you know, well so eloquently put out the Eagles a few times. So it's only right to go to the next topic. If the mm. Eagles is Sirianni's job in jeopardy, if so, would Belichick in Philly be a good fit? I, I, we don't want to talk about Ooh. Belichick. Beat the dead horse if y'all want to. You could. But my thing is, before I pass it off to Dwell first, um, Sirianni, I told you this at the beginning of the season on the play call. When he was calling the plays the first year that Jalen was playing, Jalen struggled. Then your guy from whoever, well, the coach, the head coach was your OC started calling the plays. He did great. Y'all went to the Super Bowl. He left to the Colts, and now Sirianni, before I'm hearing his corner plays again, he's he's struggling. Sirianni, to me, is as an average head coach. He has one good season, which is when y'all went to the Super Bowl. Now, with that being said, if they lose on Monday night, Mm. should we be looking at Sirianni as the blame? Dwell, what's your take?
2: You guys spoke about this last week and and, and it was uh, players versus coaches when it came to the blame.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so full circle and I heard the podcast, big fan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Belichick will be the coach of the Eagles if Seriana doesn't pull through. They have the pieces in place that, that Belichick will, mm, that he would love. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And What would you rather have? And and, and I hope you go to the Eagles fan next. Would you rather have Sirianni next year or Belichick? And at the tail end of it, uh, I I do believe that if Sirianni doesn't, man, they got some ballers. They got some dogs.
0: They
2: Mm -hmm. They got some dogs on both ends of the field. And what's Belichick? He's a defensive coach. And what do they need? Defense. Defense. So, and I do believe, out of respect to the crafts, Belichick will choose an NFC team over an AFC team to coach.
0: Mm. That's fair.
2: So, caca, caca, <laughs>
0: your Eagles may have Belichick next year. No, I'm I'm pass it off. Hey, hey James, I, I might just leave the I'm NFC eats thing on this one. Uh, uh, we might just stay out of this one, but June, what's your take on it? Now, passing to Pedro.
4: So, <clears throat> so when the, when the whole Check, when the whole Belichick thing happened uh, earlier today, uh, you know, I was, I was thinking about this question, right? And I said, "Damn, you know, it's insane. Uh, it's insane." And I was more so thinking about Sirianni's job. I was like, "Man, you know, if." Uh, if we if we lose in the first round to the to the bucks you right will. um <laughs> if if we lose in the first round it's because we we are we're, we're looking at the giants play calling but uh but we're not so uh but if we lose in the first round to the to the to the bucks right I, <laughs> immediately i think that the, the chief security dom is gone um for sure um I but but uh, I, honestly I do think the Sirianni's coming because he he was he was kind of handed what what Mahomes was handed which was a a great team right and, and a, a good team that got better and and I wouldn't say that he's a bad coach because they're still eleven and six uh the team was still eleven and six and they were still um there was still 10 and one at one point right under under his watch and they still beat more five over 500 teams, nine nine over nine win team than, than any other NFL teams. And he did that as a head coach. So uh, I wouldn't say he's a bad head coach. I mean, because at the end of the day, we're talking about a new OC. We're talking about a new DC. We're talking about a new quarterbacks coach, right? We're talking about a few new pieces in, in the line. So <clears throat> I don't think you could put all those pieces together in a year in a season, not even a full year, and expect June. Well, I don't want to cut you off because you year. you're dancing around the question. I could no, start no, you like that. No, to dance. no let, Let's let's would be. You let's, let's, Belich- let's, would you let's, let's, have Belich- let's, let's, Would you rather
2: have Belichick next year than Sirianni? Yes.
4: Don't, give, oh, me don't give me the Cowboys. gray. June. Don't the give me the gray, June. Give me the black and white. The Dallas game from last year. No, no, no. I put I put the question in there for a reason. Um, if we lose in, if we lose in the first round. Hands down, if we don't lose in the first round and we make it a lot further in the playoffs, no. I don't think, uh, I think that he's he's proven. If we lose in the first round of the playoffs, I go knock in Belichick's door. You give me his address and I go knock on the door myself. I might even get uh arrested, but it's, it's okay. In, it's in your inbox already. The Eagles are losing in the first round. You know
2: what?
0: Hold on. I'm gonna put the- <laughs> right now. You're the liar. Hey, I got to get out of my inbox. Hey, Pedro, but, uh, what's your take on it, man?
1: To me, Sirianni is the dude who can't fight, but he talks a lot of shit because he got dudes behind him who can fight. Dang. Oh, he
4: ain't got, <laughs> hey, he got nobody that can fight behind him.
1: He got well, he got. Well, what I mean by that is by the team that he got, like the roster the Eagles. Oh, got I thought it.
4: you meant like the other coaches. Is, the I'm, other coaches are swinging? They're not even. They're, they swinging with a blindfold. The
2: other
1: the Sirianni's the beach
2: the, the the, They're right ever of my balls. they are absolutely right. They're swinging.
1: The team, the team that they got is like they got players on both sides, like I said last week. But I don't, I don't think he's a good coach at all. Cause so you're telling me because he lost the the coordinators, now they're not good anymore. I that's, that, I mean, I I've I've been on this for a minute. I don't think he's a good coach at all. The players are what co- carry them, and now we're seeing the the coordinators being gone is what carry them too. Now they got a good record, but to lose this many – with that roster to lose this many games at the end of the season, lose a division because – I think after the Dallas game, everybody was saying Philly got the division because look at the schedule they got. They had the Giants twice and they had Arizona. And they lost two two out of three to those guys. When everybody was like, yeah, they got it. They got the easiest schedule and they lost two out of three. That's on him, man. I put it on him. I don't put it on the players. I put it on him because – He's the one who's, who's doing a whole bunch of dumb shit, and he's bringing that attention to him. So when things don't go right, he's the guy who's got to make those decisions. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't oh, put it in the players at all. I'll you put, know, it, like, I'll put, put say, it this
2: way, Pedro, and, and, and I'll say this. You guys talked about last week that the San Francisco 49ers are the team to be in the NFC, right? Let's look at the rosters, right? The only thing that the 49ers have better than the Eagles? Besides the whole team? Is the running back? No, I would take Jalen Hurts over Purdy.
1: Okay, yeah, that's fine. That's right. Yeah, I would take AJ Brown over Debo. Are you taking Goddard over Kittle?
0: No, thank
1: you. I think that's a wash. No way. I
2: think that's a me personally, I think because Goddard is a better blocker than me, than the Kittle is. I think think so. I think so. Goodbye exaggerating th- that's He's fine exaggerating, exaggerating. exaggerating. here He's we go but what i'm saying is that the rosters aren't that different the rosters are not that like so, there's not a big gap so there's not a yeah. big gap between 49ers and eagles what, what's what up, the man? difference is is the coaching
4: dude put your hand down yeah <laughs> i got a question for the giants is. fans i got a question because we're saying to <laughs> the Ciarni- so if Sirianni is trash, and I'm gonna flip the script here, what do you got to? What do you got to say about the coach of the year last year? They, mm-hmm. they, they put
1: too it's much. It's the turnaround. Hold on. They put too much into Daniel Jones. Note that the DC. They put way too much into Daniel Jones, DC- and it came from the head coach. The head he coach. The head- gold, everything came from the head coach though.
3: He was fool's gold, man.
1: No, exactly. Yeah, but. But, but remember, before that, was, he, was everybody was like, yo, he sucks. He's trash. He fumbled all the time. And then Dable mm-hmm. came in. He had a productive year last year, right? Mm-hmm. Coaching. That's not Daniel Jones. This year, that Cowboys game, in the, first, the first game of the year, that fucked him all up. He was shitting his pants every fucking time after that game. He was scared to death. He got sacked 11 times by the Seahawks. I put that on him. I don't put
4: that on David, I put that on Daniel Jones. I mean well, who kept him in the game? Put on Jalen Hurts. Daniel Daniel Jones didn't keep himself Jalen. in the game though. I think the mm-hmm. head coach kept him in the game. But, the head coach was But Daniel Jones isn't Dayball's guy.
5: No.
4: What do you mean? The head That's, coach crossed the he game. never drafted, he, he never drafted Daniel Jones. Game. He yeah. never drafted Daniel Jones. No, no, we're talking about the players in the game though. You, you're going to compare the Eagles players versus the Giants players? No, no. You win. I'm saying, you, win. No. you win. You're if, right. You if win. If you're Hands up. You're the you man. You if, absolutely if, win. If your name is Dable, the, the right? I don't even know his name. If, if, you're, if, if you're the if head they, coach of the, the Giants. Give Dable the, the Eagles won. and they win a Super Bowl. No, you no, give Dable so the Eagles, they win the Giants, a Super Bowl. Bro, if I'm your quarterback and I suck, are you going to keep me in the game? That's all I'm asking. What's our choice? No, you not. But he is. What does that say about the head coach? I'll get you all the Italian
2: subs you want. Okay. I'll get you all the Italian subs you want.
1: That's all I'm asking, bro. You know, it, I think it's it's more to do with, look, we paid the guy. We're not going to fucking bench him right now for Tyrod Taylor, who's been on every fucking team in the league already. It was it, They had to kind of double down on it. And not just Dable. That's probably coming from upstairs as well. They, that, that, the Daniel Jones' was mistake was a mistake. I'll tell you right now. that was a You guys made
4: history, though. I'll give you that because uh, Tyrod Taylor became the first African-American to win a coach for the New York Giants. Hey, it's okay. okay.
2: We'll take it. I'm going to toast to we'll that. We'll take it.
4: We'll we'll ta- ta- salute. I need another
2: drink. <laughs> I need another drink just for that. Absolutely. That I'll, drink, I'll drink to that. that, June. I'll, I'll drink
4: just, to that, June. I'm just saying, man. I know, I know it's stat or two about the Giants. I know it's stat or two about the Giants. But, but, June, I know you're hurt. I shouldn't even be drinking
2: this, but I'll drink to that, June. I'll definitely drink to that because I I I'm all for um diversity. <laughs> right. Diversity. Hey,
4: hey, Pete's taking off your sweater. I like Pete. Come on, let's move on to <laughs> the next talk. About that time no more. <laughs> but but June, all, jo- all all jokes aside. All jokes aside. I'll take Belichick to answer your question. Thank,
2: thank you. That's you. all I wanted to hear. Let me, but but here's the thing. As 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 a Giants fan, I'll take Belichick, right? And it goes back to our first question. It yeah. doesn't matter if there's a team that has a Good or an okay head coach. Any team right now and most teams will take Belichick.
0: Mm. James, uh um, you know, we're not gonna beat that that horse. I ain't messing with the NFC, man. Yeah, yeah we're we, we <laughs> gonna we gonna we going gonna to bring it back to the AFC where we at, you know what I'm saying? And off, so I know he like oh but look, um no shit, man. Texans, dark horse biggest moves they had enough money left in their salary cap to build a whole nother team yeah the uh, uh D'Amico Rhimes came over there CJ Stroud you know uh we didn't know CJ Mballa yeah yeah but not in the playoffs they went they came back when the south when Nikki said they couldn't know said that the, the, the Jags can't lose the south on the plate yeah that could add her um how far you see the Texans going? I believe that if the Texans can get past the Browns this Saturday or Sunday, I think. Yeah. Right. So what's your take, bro? How far? Oh yeah, see
3: the Texans going? You you just took the words out of my mouth, right? Because I told you last week the Browns to me was one of the most dangerous teams right now, and if the Texans can beat the Browns, their confidence is about to go through the fucking roof. They man, yeah, I think they have. I ain't gonna say they they are, but they have the opportunity. To go far um cj's young though so playoff inexperience you know what i'm saying like we said you get to them playoffs it's a whole different fucking ball game man uh you got coaches out here who who game plan different playbooks specifically for the playoffs i don't think they can do it by luck they're gonna have to beat the shit out some teams to get 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 they're not gonna be able to just you know barely make it if they beat the browns though yeah they the most they're gonna be the most dangerous team in the fucking playoffs pedro
1: a couple of weeks ago, what happens when they played? This dude had like 200 yards. I mean, that's and that's supposed to be a defensive team, right? D'Amico Ryan's is a defensive coach. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't I don't I don't see it. I don't see them and and, and look, the Browns defense is legit. CJ Yeah. A, ro- a rookie against them in the playoffs, even though they're at home. I don't see it, man.
3: That's gonna be tough, yeah. <laughs> yeah I
1: don't see it.
3: Uh yeah. I, look
1: I, it could 100% happen that I'm wrong, but I'm from right now, from what we saw the last time they played, nah, I
2: don't see it. I'll say this. Um, I mean, I'm rooting for Houston, eh? Yeah,
1: I, I like
2: their squad. I like the way they look. Yeah. Um, if they beat the Browns, they, they are, are the number one, one sleeper. Duol, you mention this, too.
3: Tane Bell, their rookie wide receiver, who is also their number one wide receiver, is out. So just imagine, because him and C.J. Shroud had a great dynamic. You got Nico game. Collins
0: who went like fucking. And Nico Collins is six for six, eight hundred yards last game. Two.
2: They have weapons. They have weapons. Yeah, yeah they, so everybody, every team has to be healthy, and I think that that that
4: um, unfortunately, the
2: Texans are that healthy right now. Um, so they have an uphill climb to actually get there. But who's not rooting for the Houston? I just want to know.
4: Like we're like we're, we're literally rooting for this rookie quarterback. The problem is that no
2: rookie quarterback has ever won the Super Bowl. Bro, he took a 31st team. I'm not
4: rooting for Houston. You crazy? <laughs> <laughs> you You
2: it. Frank, you know, I'm not rooting for Houston. <laughs> for... Who's the exception here? I wanna see it. I wanna see it. I wanna see a rookie quarterback. I wanna see, see a rookie quarterback win the Super Bowl.
0: Okay, before I go to June, if the Texans go to the Super Bowl, there's only like maybe 1% of America making money in the books.
2: Whoever bet on the Houston Texans winning or going to the Super Bowl is making some serious cash. They won the division.
4: They did win the
0: division. And and I'm going to tell you something. I see the Texans win the division next year too. But June, go ahead.
4: I agree with what Frank just said right now. And I'm gonna agree with what Pete said because the defense is gonna to be too much for the experience of the Texans' quarterback for CJ. That and that's why I think that the Texans won't win. Um, and not to mention, I think you know the experience of the quarterback, the Blue Hen is just gonna dominate. Uh, the Blue Hen it will dominate against the Texans, and they ain't go, they're not gonna let Luke. They're not gonna let go. I, I always said it, and you know I said it in the franklin uh, play call, that the Browns were always going to be the sleeper, and I said it from the beginning of the season. And um, both sleeper teams are playing each other, which is crazy. Both sleeper teams are playing each other, which is, that's the dope part about this game. Yeah, um, And I'm excited about all, all the games. I, they should have put that on Monday night. Um, so, but if they win,
2: that would
4: have be been a don't run in that game. Yeah. But if they were. I agree,
2: June. That would have been. Everybody, I think, would have been watching that game because you can't just easily call that game. I agree with you that, of course, the Browns should dominate defensively during that game. But you just can't, you just can't take out a division winner and say they're going to just roll over.
4: I, th- I think the Texans already won. Um, and, and, and what, what I think they already, and why I say that is because of what they have accomplished. I think they, they won immensely in all levels, head coach wise, quarterback wise, player wise, division wise, Jaguar wise, you know, they won in all <laughs> levels. So shout out to them. Um, and I wish them success, man. At the end of the day, I just wish it was a hell of a game. Uh, but I, I think that Miles Garrett is going to come to play, and I think that's he, he's going to be one of the key players to that game.
0: Yeah, I, I think um, if the if Browns win, I'm not surprised. If the Texans wins, I'm probably not even surprised either. But I would tell you what. Um, one thing I think in my time watching football is the team that loses when you match up the first time, it's kind of hard to beat the team twice because then you make mm. adjustments, and they playing with house money. They playing with house money. We you know we're talking about the Browns playing with house money, but with Flacco coming off the couch. He was playing Roblox with his kids, and now he's, he's, he's in the playoffs. Um, <laughs> I think that, uh, but I Have you ever played
4: Roblox? Roblox? They,
0: they got Roblox, though. So. Yeah, right. Roblox, man. I need to <laughs> play Roblox. Um, but yeah, so I think, but oh, CJ Stroud playing with house money, too. And I and mean, Flacco still got. Ravens money—that hundred and something million yeah, yeah. they gave it. That. Yeah, my, my Stroud favorite, playing for it. Stroud playing for a time. He <laughs> trying to play for a deal. Is, uh, uh, with CJ Stroud is—he he believes in himself. Yeah, he believes in a higher power too. And sometimes he's different. Yeah, he like, different, he's, bro. Different. like he's different. Like in the sense is. of a
2: rookie quarterback, he's different.
0: And we talking about players running through walls for coaches. D'Amico Ryan's got that team balling, bro. Yeah. That's the scary thing. I'm telling you, man. It's
3: going to be a good-ass game. I, wanna, I, I can't I'm wait. I'm excited
0: for it, but if they can get past the Browns, I don't know who they play next, but watch out. If Houston can get past the Browns, watch out. Because I think if the Browns get past Houston, you need to watch out. Yeah. Because they done beat teams. They done beat winning teams now. Um, so That's a South tonight. They beat our ass. Yeah, hey, listen, uh, with that being said, you know, we got to talk about this team. I really didn't want to. Um, but I think I, I'm, I'm the one that put the note in there. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the people, I, was, I was like, you must have been drunk when you put that shit in there. <laughs> there's, nah, a lot of, there's a lot of drinking going on over here. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I wrote these notes yeah. before I came down to Florida and so well. So, you know, I I, I was... Very, Bebiendo campeones. That's what we're doing right now. <laughs> Spanish, bro. Listen, uh, the Cowboys beat the Commanders in a close... To close out the season, they whooped them. Does this give them boys some credibility going to the playoffs? I'm gonna leave it to the East, James. You know, I'm gonna leave it to them. Um, do Pedro? I'm gonna go with Pedro first. I know. I'm gonna leave nice. you up for last. I already see him. He, hey, the wheels are turning. <laughs> They're turning. Um, do you think that that gave him some confidence going into the playoffs? Bro? Oh, it
1: gives them confidence, yeah, but. Who, who hasn't what team hasn't beat up on the commanders? The Giants nice. swept the Commanders. The Giants swept the commanders. <laughs> like <laughs> that tells you everything right there. They got the what the, Literally when, the when the when the right. Giants
2: beat them, the N and the Y were like this. They're like the W. That's crazy. <laughs> they,
1: they like it's it, it I mean, yeah, it's a good it's good for them to get to roll into the playoffs the way they did. Offense was clicking, they put up points, everybody looked great, but like who didn't think the Cowboys was gonna do that to them this weekend? The they, they um them and the Eagles was kind of going for the division. When it started getting out of hand, that's when um AJ Brown went down with his knee, and then Jalen hurt his finger. So I think that's when Sirianni pulled them out. But they was gonna do that to these guys anyway. The Commanders is is a, is a doormat right now, yo. They not they they play no defense. The all I should all I should have really had to say was the Giants swept this team. So. No. So, okay. Are, are they rolling into the playoffs on a good note? Yes. But do okay. I think that makes them even, like, role beaters?
0: No. So, here's the thing. When I asked June this question uh, before the game, I said, do you want to see the Eagles beat the Giants or whoop the Giants? You know what I'm saying? Like, and he said, I just want to see them win. And I felt like, to me, it had to be a beatdown, right, because it was mm-hmm. a, a more inferior team. That had to be a repeat of when they played them last so, time so, in the playoffs. So that's why I'm asking the question about the Cowboys, right? Because then not only did they go in there and win, they dominated. And you're right. It, they were supposed to. So with that being said, uh, uh June, does it give the Cowboys the edge
4: going into the playoffs? I got you last. Right, you're good. You're good. No.
2: Yeah. <clears throat>
4: and let me tell you, uh No. And now, you know how I feel, you know, damn well how I feel about these damn cowboys. That's why they're mm. like that in my background. You I respect uh, you. I respect you by saying that. And and let me tell you something. Um, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to bring up this thing because I'm making a meme later. Um, but uh, <laughs> I'll give you I'll give you a quick preview of what it's going to look like. Where's the camera? At the
2: oh, you. just,
4: uh, Your uh, background uh,
1: covers it, brother. It's yeah. going
4: to be something like this. I'm going to make it later, though, I promise. This is gonna haunt them before the game.
1: Oh, that's Brian Catch.
4: This Brian is gonna haunt them. I'm gonna say, who's the I'm gonna say something like Mufasa. Ooh, say it again. But uh, <laughs> but uh no. I mean you beat the commanders. Jesus. Yeah. You beat the commanders and then you're gonna sit out there, throw that damn hat on like like you earned it. Like like you earned that number one EP? Come on, man. Yo, <laughs> that shit, man. And and number one EP, you know, that's uh, that's like when you get evaluated and you're the number one promote, early promote in, in the navy. That's what I mean by that, guys. But uh, but no, you know, I feel about the damn Cowboys, and I pray that the love has the record breaking playoff record, and 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 I pray they have a catch like does Brian at home, <laughs> and they get coming back. Uh, I hope that that happens. All right, well, go ahead, man.
2: I think this scares them. I think this scares them because historically the giant, the 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 cowboys fucking alcohol. Um, I I think the cowboys historically go into every single playoff thinking that this is the year, this is the one. Yeah, them boys. Um, I I think historically they they um they have this thing where you know they kill it in the regular season. yeah. And then they go into the playoffs on this high note and they're brought to earth. And you know the funny thing is I, I, I wanna hate Dak Prescott. Like I really because he's a Cowboys quarterback. I don't. I think he's a cool dude. I think he, I think he's uh, he does a lot for his community. I, I I saw when the Cowboys were on um the HBO thing hard knocks. And
0: that's a really nice guy. That's a really nice
2: he's a nice guy. But what happens with nice guys?
0: Finish last. Okay. So um I think it should I think it should scare them because they've been here
2: before. They've won the NFC East a thousand fucking times and never show up to the playoffs. The Washington win, the division win, doesn't mean shit. You need to show up when it means everything. When all the cards are on the table, you need to show up. And they don't. And they don't. This is is why I'll never be a Knicks fan, even from New York, because they're nothing but heartbreakers. And they should be the Dallas heartbreakers. It should be a heart and cracked in half, the emoji. That's what it should be, because that's what's going to happen to them we know already that they're not the best in the nfc no one's calling them the sleeper no one's calling them the favorite they're just this in-between team that won the nfc east i would put i would put the eagles on top of them in the sense of that nature of, of the better opportunity and the only reason why they're done well throughout the season it's because they learned that they don't have a workhorse and they have to feed CeeDee Lamb. Mm -hmm. So with that said, I don't think that the defenses that they're facing in the playoffs are going to even give them the opportunity to feed CeeDee Lamb, that they already know if I lock down CeeDee Lamb, they don't have the workhorse in the back. We have Mm -hmm. enough history, enough storyline for the playoffs to know how we knock out the playoffs because McCarthy doesn't adapt well either hmm So with that said,
4: it is a nice story to tell.
2: Great job on beating up the Giants. Great job on beating up on the Washington Redskins. And you ended the season with that. It'll mean nothing when it counts in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Can
1: I add to that? Like what he did. Yeah, it, it it don't yeah, beating the, the Giants, the commanders. It's the, the the game they're looking. They 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 got their eyes on is San Francisco. They're not beating anything. <laughs> Nothing's happening without going through them. Same thing for the Eagles too. Eagles, too. Eagles is it doesn't it, it, it doesn't matter any of the team. San Francisco, even though it, it may come down to if I don't I don't, I think Philly would have would have to go to Dallas, and I would like to see that game again. But um I don't think for for Eagles Dallas doesn't really matter. It's it's a, all about getting to San Francisco and beating them because that's the test right there. They have that's who they got to go through if they want to get the, to to the Super Bowl is, is 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 them. That's the that's the Debo of the block right now is San Francisco, and I, I and I didn't mean it like as a as a as a pun on Debo Samuel. Great
2: play on words, Pedro. I, I didn't, play that,
1: I didn't feel like the afters, <laughs> but he's the bully, so to speak. San Francisco is the bully. They got to get past him. It I don't doesn't matter. They get, Dallas plays the freaking the Packers this week. I mean... They'll, they'll, they'll get, some love.
2: Love. They'll they'll get, get some love. They'll get some love. Yeah, I tell you,
1: I, I think... You're right.
0: So 49ers are the team beating beat in the NFC. My only concern with the 49ers is that they've rested their starters the last week. So now these guys are going two weeks without playing a game when I would have started them at least for the first two drives Let them get that rhythm going, get that chemistry, and then push them out. Because history shows some teams don't adjust well with the break. But frankly, history repeats itself. Opportunities
2: don't. And history says Purdy got hurt, and I couldn't go any further without Purdy.
0: Right, true.
2: So So the opportunity is to
0: sit Purdy. Yeah, but he got hurt in the the NFC Championship game. The the Eagles was like, yo, come over here. Let me get those cookies, white boy. And they took him out. But you saw
2: what happened when he got hurt.
0: They exactly. shut down. They were a total different team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just think that uh, uh I, don't, I don't, I don't see the Cowboys going far. I'm not, I'm not a cowboy. Like, <laughs> yo, they gonna the way. Okay.
2: Quick question before we end this tonight. Huh? Who would you rather have as a coach for the Forty ers Valachek?
0: Why don't why we ask me that question? I'm always gonna go Belichick, bro. I, I read, yeah. bro. I read books on Belichick. Like is this is not, yeah. Look, when we talk about Belichick, so Belichick is coaching the Forty right now. Super, Super Bowl? Bowl? Fuck
2: yeah,
0: <laughs> hell yeah. I, don't I like this. God. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. The defense is great. He has a mediocre quarterback. Brady was mediocre when he started. Yeah, let's just be honest the first three Super Bowls he wasn't it was the defense it, was, it, it took years for Brady to get to where no, Brady's I at. The, I say the
3: first one. The second one, he started clicking. Bro, start
0: no, he was not Brady until later on. Bro, I'm, tell,
3: and, I'm telling you, the second one, he was clicking. Now, I wouldn't say you could count on him for a
2: game winning drive. That was all. Out it, th- the son and father banter right oh. now is amazing. I
5: like
3: that. Right I yeah. Sorry.
5: Bro, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait like, he was waiting
2: to
3: get that off, man. He, he had me. to get something why off. Why is he doing? So why does why he have a mic
5: and a camera?
0: You was born in 2004. I'm telling,
2: you, though. Oh, I'm telling you. This he's is basically saying that say, you have no hair on your ball. Shut up. <laughs>
0: nah, um, <laughs> you know what? And, and going back to be honest with you, man, I think Kyle Shanahan needs to be. Yeah. Um, my mm-hmm. love, admiration, and respect for Belichick. I, if he's not going to swear to win, I don't want him to go nowhere at all. I'm tired of people like Shady McCoy, his fucking dumbass. He hates that. Knew dude. that <laughs> I knew that, that was gonna he's come off <laughs> the Eagles. He went to the Chiefs on a Super Bowl. I'm I, I pull up the yards he did with the Chiefs. I want to know what he did with the Chiefs when they won the Super Bowl. Nothing. I'm gonna tell you what he did with the Bucks. He was a a running backs mentor. They had him as a mentor. The
3: fuck? They getting paid for that?
0: I need that job. Yeah, he got a ring. He got two rings. So <laughs> when they introduce him, he they don't even introduce him as two bowl, two time Super Bowl champ. They introduce him as the Eagles all time Russian leader on speak. That is the only thing he has his hat to hang on. It's just. I was the rushing for the Eagles. He had
3: 465. Yards I, th- say, less,
0: say less. Say right. less. James White had more yards than him. And then he Listen, he, he 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 talks all this trash because well, McCoy's going to the Hall of Fame.
2: Look, look at his face. Damn. <laughs> he almost ended, it. He almost ended the play. He's exaggerating.
0: Exaggerating. <laughs> yeah, no, but if he does, if he does, I, you know who needs to be in the Hall of Fame this year? Fred Taylor. If, if we told my McCoy's a Hall of Fame running back because he got two Super Bowls. We need to put Fred Taylor in the Super Bowl because where he gave the fucking... I mean, the, the, the Hall of Fame because where he gave the Jackson... Fred game.
2: Taylor just made the podcast.
0: <laughs> and The pivot. That's my man. I, I, rock yeah, that's good. I never that's met him, good but I, I messed with him. Anyway, man, look, we had some great topics today. Dwell, thank you for coming out. I'm going to go around the podcast for the closing out comments. We do that here. Everybody gets to look at their tape, you know, give their special treatment. I'm gonna leave Dwell for last, you know what I'm saying? Cause he's such a what is it, polarizing figure, bro? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have him on the play court tomorrow. So he but Nikki's not gonna be on it, so he can be controversial. Um mm. start with my left June, uh, what's your take? We'll close it out,
4: bro. Hey man, I just wanna say, uh, you know, a lot of head coaches uh will be missed. Um so next year, uh college and NFL is gonna be interesting in the game. Uh, we'll see how all these changes play out. Definitely looking forward to uh, to the adjustments, um, not just for the head coach, but the ownership. Um, hey, it's a pleasure uh, being on here this week with you uh, gentlemen. Uh, be an interesting weekend. Uh, definitely look forward to seeing the Eagles play next weekend, uh, especially uh, the guy in the middle here from my end, Dewell. Um But uh, now, but a serious tip, man. <laughs> It's a pleasure being here. Uh, you guys stay safe and don't do nothing crazy. Hopefully, I make it to the game, um, Frank. What game? Monday. Oh, you gonna go? I'm like that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just like their chances so, to win. <laughs> this is the plan. Yo. you want to know the Giants? No, I can't even fit it in the screen. <laughs> no,
2: they don't. They don't. Even even your green hat. Covers
0: the fucking logo, so <laughs> it's okay. Hey, um, uh, we was me and June was talking last weekend, cause on the play call we watch all the games together on Facetime. We're on it for hours, like this is us all day. Um, I mean, I was like, "Yo, June, I'm gonna be in Florida if the game is Saturday. We're gonna go." And I was thinking about telling June, like, not this June, but you know, June boy, like, "Yo, let's go." And um. And it, it came out Monday. I was like, I'm driving back to New Back to VA Monday. I ain't staying. But yeah, uh, go ahead, Pete. Go, go ahead, you take your take, brother.
1: This is a crazy week, just with all not just because it's Black Monday every year. The Monday right after the season ends, you know, coaches get fired. Like, look, we didn't even talk about we didn't even talk about Arthur Smith because nobody gives a shit that he got fired. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> right? We talked about coaches leaving, but we only talked about that he was mad because of what James did, but he'll look, be at Walmart he, next week. Yeah, exactly, who's yo, who who's but, Arthur Smith? You know, <laughs> bro, we you know we didn't even really touch on that that Pete Carroll is gone. We we were focusing more on Belichick and Saban and and Brable, but Pete Carroll he's been he's been up there for for years. Legion of Boom. They the, they would have gave the Rock to Marshawn, <laughs> Beast Mode. They would have had back to back, but. It was a crazy week, and I think it's going to get crazier because what I'm reading is there's a team who ha- who still has a head coach that they could be a player for Belichick. That means they haven't fired their coach yet, but they mm-hmm. could they fire their coach to hire Belichick. They they're not saying who it is, but that could happen. But looking forward to the games, looking forward to that because that's that the off season shit is something I'm really interested in: free agents, draft, all that shit. But, yo, thanks
3: for having me on again, man. This is good talking football, chopping it up with you guys. Um, but, yeah, enjoy the games this week, man. Mm. James, what you got, bro? Yeah, man, once once again, always good to get on here and chop it up with y'all, man. Uh, drama always leads to good football, and we've had some in of season drama. And I think that we're exposing some, some puzzle pieces that might not be fitting on the right puzzle. So these are auditions. So a lot of this stuff at the end of the season, whether you win, lose, or draw, is going to be an audition for where you're going to be next year. Um, And there's some major pieces out there that that could fit to another puzzle and make it work. Um, So, yeah, I'm I'm excited. This playoff is going to be dope, uh, not only even for uh, the NFL, but for college football. We're seeing some amazing stuff happen. So, hey, man, looking forward to it. And you already know we're going to be uh, talking shit next week.
0: Yeah, hey, man, listen, uh, Pedro, I don't know if you know, but you are part of this podcast as a permanent fixture. So Offside's podcast is June. Frank, Pedro, and James. And oh, extra, it's extra. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, just it, always having pleasure to have you on here, brother. But just know that you interviewed with wow. this spot like way before. <laughs> before. And you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, when I did Offsides, I recorded one episode by myself. I have it saved on my iPad and it's in the cloud of Zoom and I never put it out. I was in DR and I was by myself. It didn't feel right. I brought June in. We brought you in and June brought James and it, it, the chemistry's great. great. Um, you know, I went to the of dwell and dwell said, listen, it's, it sounds good. Yeah, I don't even fight. It sounds good. <laughs> but um, hey, another good week. And a lot of stuff, man, for me, it's, it's the end of an era. You know, uh, um, when I finally picked a team, like in football, the Patriots, it had to do with the owner, the coach and the quarterback. And now the quarterback and the coach are gone. So I'm left with the owner. I believe in Robert Kraft. I think he a self-made building that he was not rich growing up. So I think he'll be okay building the team back up, bringing the right people in. With that being said, uh, follow us on the play call off-size. Bree has the Brie Network. We have our spinoffs. Uh, if you're looking at challenge coins or coins for your collection, uh Taino Creations LLC is June's creation. He does his coins. He did my retirement coin. I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. If you're looking at learning how you can save money with your 401ks and life insurance and build your wealth on indexed accounts. Please hit me up at FF financial focus on Instagram and I'll reach out and we can sit down and have a zoom. But with that being said, I'm gonna let my brother from another mother send from the above a thug that's like me. One of the best might be no. Well, go ahead. <laughs> um, uh-huh. An honor, a pleasure.
2: Uh, if you ever yeah. do want to build wealth, please reach out to Frankie himself. I think that's that's a smart move by anybody who wants to do that. Um, it is always a a pleasure and an honor to be within a brotherhood that uh never takes anything personally and as much as we love our different teams and enjoy our lives around these teams and we we invest emotionally into our our beloved teams ravens, eagles, giants, patriots. And I tell them that you're a Patriots fan because you're truly a Giants fan because it comes from the Parcells tree. I just want to let you know that. But um, listen, uh, uh, playoffs are are, are, uh, win or go home. And I think our lives are like that. And I think every day we need to wake up and understand that we live a daily playoff. We need to wake up, count our blessings that we are there that we are alive, just as soon as those teams right now are alive in a playoff. We are alive in this daily that we call a grind and a, enjoy it, win, try to go out and, and do something different that's gonna allow you to win because these teams that are going into the playoffs, they, they can't be vanilla, right? They have to do something different to adjust to the team that they're playing against. I'm really excited for the Chiefs and Dolphins games. I think that game is going to be fire. Think so? I think,
1: I think so. I think so. Johnson fire over there. It's going to be like zero degrees, bro.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because you know you're going to have Tyreek Hill back in Kansas City, right? Going against his his former team. You're going to have Jared Goff, who got kicked out of his team, uh, uh, to go against the Rams. Like there's a lot of these revenge games that they say coming into the playoffs, uh, 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 and um, be there, be excited for it. Take advantage of your life on a daily basis. It is a revenge that you're able to wake up and go against everything in the world that's going against you. Live your life to the fullest. And uh, I love this. I can't wait to be on this with you guys again. It is an honor, really. The, uh, um, and when I say this. All jokes aside, I'm a fan of the, the people on this podcast, not as just as human beings, but as their thought process, because you guys are ignorant to what's going on, not only in your world, but also in the NFL. So um, um, I'll continue to listen as long as you continue to talk. I love you guys. That's all I got to say.
5: All right, yo,
0: that's All Size Podcast. See you next week. Peace.